Welcome everyone to the Midnight Bells. And tonight I am Sadie and we have... Sarah and, and Jessica. Good. Oh, and it's fine. We, we, we've done this episode or this intro like 50 times and we still can't get it right. You just copy paste it from another... No. no. That sound weird. No. Um, it adds authenticity. So tonight's a Sarah night. We didn't know that for a little bit. So that was kind of fun because we thought we meant to... Tonight's a Sarah night. Get it? <laughs> we have already made this joke multiple times. Continue making it. Stop. Anyways, tonight's a Sarah night. Sarah, what are we doing? I hope you guys are excited to learn a little bit. Sometimes. Huh? Huh? Go ahead. <laughs> what? I said sometimes. I hope you guys are excited. It's going to be a space-themed episode. What? Wow. 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 Only I do space-themed things. That's not true. I've definitely done space-themed episodes. Uh, you and Jessica share a niche. Let's. Uh, so, what? What kind of space theme? Um, a space man, the Solway space man. I literally. So this is so far out of my expertise. We that has literally it. never happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I was sitting here like, can I find a topic that Sadie does not know um, about? How would you find this topic? I want to know. <laughs> Online. Where? Specifically. BBC.com slash news slash UK dash England dash Cumbria dash two seven three nine okay, one okay. two one zero. Okay, that was very In specific. my defense, I am too busy with worldly demons, creatures, <laughs> and fae to deal to with care about other extraterrestrial. Worlds. Yeah, there's no room in my heart. I'd rather know of other things. The other stuff. There's just the so many out of this world. See, that's why we're a team. That's True. why we're a team. True. Because you handle the outer space threats and I handle the home threats. Yeah, I watched War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise the other night. Zombies. No. Wait, no, that way. You're thinking uh, World Bad War Pit. War <laughs> <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> no, this was Aliens. Oh. I, I still I still really like that movie. It's a really great movie. What, uh, World War Z? <clears throat> no, War of the Worlds. No, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Isn't that a classic, too? I never watched the original. There is an original. Jessica's a film student, everyone. All right, I'm well, the worst film student there ever was. <laughs> I just name drop, name drop Werner Herzog all the time. Yeah. But anyways, back to Solway Space Fan. Yeah. A figured scene in the background of a photograph of a young girl sparks a media <gasps> frenzy. Oh, I know don't what this damn is. It. <laughs> <laughs> No, we started this where you don't know shit. We're, we're going to continue until the no, end. No, you jumped hold on, hold on, memory. Hold on. We just had a lot of sugar, we're like, folks. <laughs> Sarah, tell them what you made me for my birthday. I which made, we just had. We just ate it right before we started recording. I made uh, <laughs> a little cake. Hold up, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Ollie, stop licking the rug. Stop. <laughs> Ollie. We Let we, him lick the rug. No, this is my $300 Persian <laughs> rug. God damn it. He's staining the shit out of it. This episode's a freaking wash. Can't do it. <laughs> He's staining my three Can you just make a master cut rug. all the time we yell at Ollie? Can we, Slowly. can we, all right, so Sarah, what did you make for us? Sushi roll cakes, sashimi, yeah. rice krispie treats. 
mm-hmm. Pocky chopsticks, mm-hmm. fortune cookies, mint ice cream, and then there was magic shell. So we had a lot of sugar. Um, anyways, but we're going to talk about this all the way spaceman, which Sadie doesn't know anything about. I... So there's a little girl in a photograph with a bunch of stars behind her. No, there's Down. a little girl in the photograph at the park, and there's a spaceman behind her. Oh, shit. You might have seen this photo. It's, I probably have. It's it's a man behind a little girl. And oh, it, he's I have seen dressed this. in like a an old-timey space I don't know suit. why that photo really creeps me out. It is a creepy photo. Let's keep going, and Sarah right. can probably debunk this or possibly prove it. We'll see. Yeah. Which way I'm leaning. Mm-hmm. In 1964, Jim Templeton, he has a lot of hobbies, in my opinion. Photographer, fireman, and local historian. Well, fireman isn't really like a hobby. That's a thing you do. That's a whole career. Yeah. I guess, but he was also a photographer and a local historian. In 1964, Jim and his wife and his daughter, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. were pic- picnicking near the Solway Firth. In Cumbria, England. What is a Firth? Don't know. All right. <laughs> From my understanding, it was like a park. They're at a park. Okay, okay. I bet it has to do with grass. Yeah. It being grassy. For sure, grass. Lots of grass. A Firth is um, a narrow inlet of the sea. Oh, oh I we was were... so wrong. <laughs> Go we on. So wrong. Well, they were sitting in the grass. Uh-huh. His daughter, Elizabeth, had on a new dress, so Jim decided to take pictures of her throughout the day. Cute. And sometime later, he went to develop the pictures. And while reviewing the photos, he noticed a man standing behind his daughter in the field where they picnicked. Okay, another picnicker. <clears throat> but here's the thing. The man was wearing a spacesuit and a helmet. And Jim doesn't remember anybody else except for, like, an old couple like, further down the way, uh-huh. who were nowhere near them when they were taking pictures. There was no one else in the park area by the Firth that day. He thought it was really suspicious, so he took it to the police. And the police were just, like, clearly Kodak... It was Kodak, by the way. Clearly Kodak had some type of issue with this film. Contact the police them. are probably like, you called us here for what? Yeah. This fu- that you well, he was a fireman, here. so maybe he knew the police. I was like, hey, is this weird? Oh, like, he's only talked to his police buddy. Yeah. And is this, this is in England? England, yes. I do know that, well, when I lived there, the constables seemed to have a lot of time on their hands because I pressed one of the cop constable, constable calling buttons and uh, ran away. And uh, he did come over on his horse, and he was looking for me, and I hid under the playground. Oh, my God. And peeped at him from afar. Seven years old, already a criminal. Yeah. That's like making a false report. Okay, but why would you put a button that calls the police near a playground with a bunch of children? Danger, danger. Big, shiny red button. Okay, maybe. It was I mean, really tempting. It wasn't the perfect yeah. choice. I, but. And it didn't, I didn't really, I don't I don't think I like really read what it said. So I just, I just pushed it and then a, a cop came over. So on a horse, that was kind of cool. Anyways, go on. So after he went to the police, they were like, reach out to Kodak. Clearly it's a Kodak issue. And I'm naming them because Kodak was like, this is obviously a hoax. And anybody who can prove that this photo has been faked or doctored in some way, we will give you, like, 
a huge reward. I can't remember. Kodak was eating this up. They were like, ooh, popularity. They just made this shit up. Yeah. Well, nobody has ever collected the reward. Nobody can prove the photo is fake. Well, how do you, how can you prove it? Yeah, how? What are you going to do? Like infrared sensing? They weren't there. I am am quite an expert in um, Adobe Photoshop photo editing software and I can safely say that this is fake. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so onwards. So yeah, after Kodak was like, yo, this ain't real. Anybody who can prove it will give you money. Um, the media got a hold of the photo. Oh boy, the and media. you know how they are. They went nuts. And that is when Jim started receiving letters from all over the world with some pretty eerie things. This man got his life flipped, turned upside down. Like, amazing. Like, a lot of letters. I thought like, you were definitely going to start rapping. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm a little disappointed. <gasps> oh, someone else can jump in there if they want. And I'd like to take a minute to <laughs> sit right there and tell you all about how I came to Prince of Bel-Air. Wow, that was beautiful, Steve Rule. <laughs> So some of these letters um, to Jim were people claiming that they, that the image was actually a spirit, ah, and um, that Jim or his daughter or both were psychics, and I'm a psychic and you're also a psychic. I can tell. And by accident, their psychic powers freed this spirit the space to be able spirit. to be photographed. You know, it was just like a ghost photo. Now, um, I will say, could it not be a Dullahan? We have talked about those, and they are kind of weird looking. What if, what if, what if it's a tulpa? Mm, good theory. Yeah. So we're, we don't think it was a spirit. We're completely... It could be a spirit. It could out. be a fae. It could be anything, really. It could be a water horse. What? The image is a little weird, though. Okay, so then other people... We're like, nah, it's not a ghost. It's clearly your wife standing behind the kid. God, I thought that was like a your wife or your mom joke. No. The only thing I will say about it being mom. his wife your is... Mom. Your mom. And her ugly ass head. <laughs> and her yeah, big they're saying head. that's her mom in the background. Let me see. It's too fucking blurry to tell anything. It looks like somebody in a beekeeper outfit or possibly a sun visor. Why is that every photograph that's ever captured an alien, a UFO, fucking Bigfoot, Chupacabra, it was taken on a goddamn potato. That right there tells us that none of this shit is real because we've had really good digital cameras for 10 plus years now. But, but. But, okay, mm-hmm. to play devil's advocate here, and I don't mean that in, like, a, I'm about to, like, be a jerk way. You could argue with spirits, at least, that it takes a lot of energy to manifest. And partially, some of the energy that they're using is being taken from the device that is being used to record them. That is the usual explanation for why cameras go dead faster or the quality is poor because it's deteriorating. It's using energy that's around them, so it drains devices when lights go out, allegedly. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that's the UV. It sounds like that's what you're saying, that it is. <laughs> I don't know for sure. That's what it is, 100% fact. Yes, I am a doctor in ghosts. Ghost doctor. A ghost doctor, if doctor you will. Doctor ghost. Ghostologist. Ghostology. Yeah, ghostologist. PhD. So even stranger than 
the whole spirit photo and then like the logical it's your wife in the background and this is why Jim doesn't believe it was his wife because he he claims he remembers very clearly taking the photo and very clearly there was nobody in the background when he took the picture of his daughter like he outright like nobody was behind her he's like I took several photos of her he was like I took several photos of her because this was back in the oldie times where every time you take a picture you had to take two more right. you remember how your parents would do that yeah cause you didn't you couldn't preview it so you just right. had to like get to be sure and he claims he did that and that's the only one that had was any it? photo or anybody in the background do we know what kind of camera this was Kodak. Was it like disposable or was it like an actual? Well, since he was a photographer, I'm assuming it's not disposable. So let's assume that it was not disposable, but I think back then they didn't have any, obviously, they didn't have any preview screens or anything. No. So you're pretty much relying on your viewfinder. It is completely possible that he just didn't see somebody flailing around back there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I miss stuff in my viewfinder all the time. It's completely plausible for that to happen but right. he he's very adamant that that's not what happened jim is suffering from false memories probably um or maybe he just liked the attention I is jim still alive do i have to like apologize to him later um i'm not sure it was the 60s and he was a full-grown adult so maybe probably dead. not maybe dead. well his daughter might still be alive i don't know another reason why he's very adamant that this was like an actual thing is because as the case continued and it got popularity, two men claiming to be with the government showed up to his home to talk with him. Oh boy. They only went by number nine and number 11. 911. Whoa. 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 Slow down there. Connecting the dots. They went by nine and 11. Yep, number nine and number 11. They never said what agency they were with. They asked Jim to take him to the spot where the images were taken. Take us to the spot where the images were taken. He explained he didn't see anybody he there. Did a great, he did a great impersonation of that, of Mr. Nine. I felt it. Can I be 11? Yes. Okay. All right. You're nine, I'm 11. <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. Tell us the rest of the story. So they said, can you take us to the spot where the photos were taken? Um, He explained, Jim explained that he didn't see anybody there um, and only discovered the photos were the person in the background after the photos were printed. The two men became very angry and quickly left. And just like, yeah, like, okay, so I guess they all drove out together and they were there and then they were so pissed that they just like (gasps) left. They left? We're leaving. Come 11. Oh, I'm the silent strong type. <laughs> I just nod and walk with you. You nodded. You have to be angry about it, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was an angry nod. So they just left him behind in the marsh, like, where they were standing. And you're ugly. <laughs> and you have a fat ass. <laughs> That's not an insult. <laughs> it's a, back then it would have been. It would have now everybody wants it's one. It's a compliment. Funny how that works. The things that you get bullied for are the things that everybody is getting plastic surgery for later. I know. <laughs> if only big foreheads could come back in. What, from the 1600s? Yeah. <laughs> Could the Elizabeth Big foreheads and like super pale skin or your veins seem. Yeah. Or seem- <sighs> uh, I'm waiting for the veininess to come back. 
Because I'm see-through they in some to, like, parts. They would like powder themselves and then like draw on veins. I, I love it. It's like Where trying to be from? attractive to vampires. Because it's because back then, if you were like super pale, that means you didn't do yeah. any like manual labor outside and stuff. So you're rich. And if you yeah. were uh, looking like you were dying of tuberculosis, that meant you looked great. <laughs> do you like the bags under my eyes? Then I am high fashion. <laughs> tuberculosis chic. So, yeah. So it was very weird. I will say Jim thinks those guys were just frauds who are, like, fucking with him. We were just fucking with you. <laughs> but the whole thing is pretty weird overall. So you're telling me that somebody purposely misled this man by dressing as Government the men in officials. black yeah. pretty much and asking him to take him there. And then when he said what he knew, they got angry and left? Yes. No way. That's no, There's no way that's a joke. That's not a funny and, joke. And, like, left him behind. How dare they? In 2016, we had a rash of killer clowns. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> Humans true. are intriguing sometimes. So, Listen, I'm not really shocked. I here. have a suit. I would love, love, love to go around to people. You have a pre- clown suit? No, no, oh. a suit, like an actual suit. suit. Your hot dog suit. That one is pretty oh. interesting, too. No, um, I just want to hang out in alleys and that thing and just look and kind of, like, maybe, See? like, flip a coin over and over again or something. And then when somebody looks in the alleyway, there's just a person in a hot you dog watch too suit. much TV. No, that'd be perfect. I definitely think you should just <laughs> you go downtown to, and I'll hang get out. arrested. You need to have the men in black suit, hot dog suit on top. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh. You should get one of those, like, you know, the travel toothbrush holders. Get, like, a silver one and pretend like it's the eye <gasps> eraser. Yes, that'd be so good. I think I'm going to be a man in black for next Halloween. I feel like that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, you should definitely do it's, it. It's um, universally popular, yes. I like that. Yeah. It's fairly easy to do. So, 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 the, guy, the guys visited this guy and visited Jim and they left him. That was That was the end of that part. Does anything else happen to Jim? So the last strange occurrence I have written down, I hope I actually completed Jim is actually Jimmy Dean, who invented Jimmy Dean sausages. Oof. That's good. You <laughs> had a lot of sugar. <laughs> you oh be okay? The thing is, like, that's not even funny at all. <laughs> like, at all. I love how you're just laughing as you say that. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. So the last thing... Are you okay? Still thinking about you. Listen, the other day I was on, <laughs> Candy was looking at something on her phone and she just saw this Pinterest caption that said, Images de Barbara. And I don't know what hit me, but I started laughing for like a solid 15 minutes and I couldn't, and I was crying and it what really is it? hurt. Images de- it was just an Images de Barbara. And I don't oh. know what in my head, it just hit me in the wrong way. And I just started crying laughter for a while and she was like are you okay and I'm like no my entire body hurts I've been laughing for too long I can't stop and every time I think of the phrase images to Barbara I just kept restarting the laughter it was horrible yeah just, or you can't stop it and I have no idea why just, that was funny to me and it's still kind of funny that happened to me the other day something mm-hmm. Nick said or did and I just like I just died laughing. Yeah. I couldn't stop, and I was like actually in pain. Yeah, it hurts. Laughing. Your ribs start to hurt. You and start crying. And my lips were cracking open. And from you're like my hyperventilating. Accusation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally feel my lips like cracking open. But I, so I was laughing so hard, I had to do this <laughs> to keep them from. 
cracking. Nice. Good job. <sighs> so anyway, the last thing I have um, on him is the last strange instance is that in Australia, a planned blue streak missile launch was halted when two men appeared in the firing range. Oh. Um, the two men didn't think that, so the technicians, when they saw the two men who were about to fire the missile, didn't think anything of it. They just thought like, okay, some assholes were in it. Right. Apparently, when they saw the photo in the local newspaper, they realized that that image in the background was dressed exactly the same as the two men who were in the firing range. Oh. Exactly. And what was even stranger was that the Blue Streak missile that was supposed to be launched was only built a few miles from where that photo was taken. Whoa, that's kind of a coinky dink. So we are dealing with allegedly spacemen who can teleport into areas and not be perceived unless in a in a scope of like a camera or like I'm assuming there was a scope seeing I'm them. assuming yeah they're um, in some sort of fourth dimension that only cameras can bring well into. if we get into some kind of quantum physics kind of stuff theoretically all realities are happening simultaneously and all like maybe it was on another level or yeah. which is also coincidentally a theory for ghosts that we are seeing another level of I reality I that and I don't believe that. That is why they are often perceived as floating, because they are technically on a frequency, or well, frequencies are not the same thing, but there is another, like a similar theory with ghosts that we are seeing them on a frequency slightly above ours, and that's why they appear to be floating, which is kind of interesting. Or they tend to be slower than than us, because it's almost like a recording, but it's slightly off. Yeah. I like um, in... Avengers Endgame when they start talking about quantum stuff um, Ant-Man was like do you guys even know anything about quantum mechanics or do you just like say quantum in front of everything so it sounds cool absolutely honestly uh, everything I know about quantum physics comes from a uh, video I watched once and they explained that like so you're sitting at a table but in in this model the table is in every possible place in the room at once it's just that what you perceive is your reality so theoretically sounds complicated you could put your hands through something if you could separate the molecules and you kind of are it's very it's very uh you really have to be in the right mood sounds like the matrix yeah kind of very weird stuff so yeah quantum mechanics um I feel like we're not using those terms correctly, but I don't want to look them up. Quantum somethings. I would Spirits. just cut it. I would just cut this because no. we're going to look stupid as hell. No, no, no. It's, fine. it's okay. Guys, I mean, if you know anything. We're going to sound stupid. Guys, they guys. already know we're stupid. Yeah. Jessica, you made it. We're on episode 40-something. We're dumb. Well, you made it, Jimmy Dean. <laughs> yeah. Finish your, finish your episode. I'm pretty much done. Finish your story here. So what, what do you guys think? What is it? What is it? What do you think? I think it was fucking Kodak trying to get some uh, publicity. 
Publicity stunt. Okay. Publicity stunt. What do you think, Sarah? No, no, this is my episode. What do you think, Sadie? <laughs> um, I think. Well, I have an open mind. It could be dimension hopping space travelers, <laughs> or it could just be a beekeeper or something. I think um, this was the '60s, and their camera developing skills, photos weren't perfect. And when the chemist was, because that's what they call them when we're in British. Oh yeah, this is just a double exposure. Yeah, double exposure. Probably could accidentally be. messed up the film. And only on that one photo, and people just went nuts because they're bored because it's the 60s, and it's a place called Cumbria, England. And the Australians probably just assumed it was the same thing because some dumbasses got in their firing range, and they were wearing similar-looking tracksuits. Wild theory. Somebody was wearing a spacesuit, but they were totally real, and they were just flailing around because they're in a spacesuit in the middle of the day. I have what if it was somebody took pictures of themselves in a spacesuit and then those are the ones that accidentally like they got a like combo that the could image happen. accidentally transferred onto the sweet image of the daughter. I will say I will say I think double exposures are a little less solid than that. That is a pretty solid one. But that's true and also if that was a double exposure it wouldn't have been such a perfect Cut. um with the girl in front of her, you would have theory. seen them on top of each other. Or maybe it was actually his wife. I have a theory. This guy was a photographer. He's probably pretty good at manipulating images. Yeah, he just did it for publicity. Dun, dun. And fame and money. Dun, dun. I don't know if he dun, got dun. famous off of this. I think he kind of did. He I mean, got more I don't famous think he got money was. off of it. Sorry. Listen, listen. You're a photographer, a hobby photographer, but you think you could be something great. You just need that big break. And what if you can't get a break through your talent alone? So you pay to space He was the local fan. historian. That, and you piss out a your paid child. position, Sarah. That's just and a guy. A fireman. That's just a guy who hangs around and knows about the town. A fireman back then probably went on like two calls a month. Yeah, my grandpa was a fireman in old timey times, probably around the time that he was, and honestly, not that glamorous. Well, clearly, people should have been more into arson back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> I think we had enough fires. I just don't think that firemen were paid enough. Oh, okay, maybe that too. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's an interesting little. Tell us in the comments what you think. Yeah, of what do you Solomon. think? Or Soloway. Solomon Spaceman. Soloway Spaceman. Soloway? I I do say it is an unsettling photo, but I definitely think it's one of those things where it's like, "Mm, probably not as bad as we've been led to believe. It might have been his wife in the background. That was another case. It might be his wife, too. And also, like... I can see getting really freaked out, and then you're like, oh, wait, this is probably my, like, wife. And then you're kind of, like, embarrassed, and it's too far. So you're like, um... I mean, he did go to the cops. He was pretty sure. You gotta be super sure about something to go to the cops. I just want to tell you, and I've said this story before. Jessica once called me in a panic, saying that there was... Um, a triangular light in the sky and that I called you you called me you were panicking and you said Sadie Sadie I I know I'm not under I'm not under any influence I need to I need to record this with you right now I am seeing and then you proceeded to tell me there was something orange in the sky like a triangle and then you were like I gotta I gotta go I'm at steak and shake I gotta go and then you calling back not yeah, it was three, from Jessica Brady. Three minutes later, she, and you're like, like, she saw it too. You were like, Sadie. A lot of people saw it. 
it was. I know I sounded really serious. It was, was the moon. The moon. Okay. Let Many me people explain. saw it that night. It was a harvest moon. Listen. <laughs> yeah. So it was the brightest orange. So you know, like a harvest moon, you see it. And it's, like, still kind of speckled, like, the texture of the moon. You could still see the texture of the moon. Right. This was not going on at all. This particular night, the it was literally, like, a perfect, solid orange triangle with sharp edges. The way that the trees and the clouds... I, no, there wasn't even trees. It was just clouds. The way that the trees were... Blo- the clouds were blocking... <laughs> The moon, You're, this you giant, keep your giant, story straight now. This giant harvest moon was a perfect triangle with sharp edges and corners. Anybody seeing it would have done a double take, thinking, "What the fuck is that?" Before they realized it was the moon. Also, <laughs> so I've never seen anything like this in my life. While you were nuts. explaining how you mistook the moon for UFO, I did look a little bit closer at this photo, and it definitely is a woman standing. With her back to the camera. Also, they did say that in that make of camera that he had, you can only see about 70% of the shot through the viewfinder. So she could definitely have just walked in and he not noticed. And she had dark bobbed hair and was wearing a pale blue dress that would have gotten overexposed in the sunlight. You know what, Sadie? It sounds like you're a non believer. You just debunked it. I mean, I'm looking at it, and I can definitely see that it is, like, a woman. Also, did I tell you guys the second UFO story No, I have? No. Because my little brother can attest to this story because he was in the car with me when it happened, and I still, to this day, do not know what we were looking at. Okay. But it literally looked like a comet falling to the sky. Or, sorry, Ooh. falling to the ground. Like, you know how a comet has, like, the red ring around it with, like, the trailing flame? Yeah. It was that, Sadie. Mm. Clear as day. It, this was during the day. We were going to the grocery store, and I'm, like, pulled over in the turn lane, getting ready to turn. When I look up into the sky, and I see what looks like a giant comet falling at, like, not a sharp decline. It was at a very almost perpendicular angle going very, very slowly. So very like- slow. And I think I'm going crazy and like I'm seeing something. So I asked my little brother who's in the passenger seat, do you see that in the sky? And he sees it and he's like, what the hell is that? I've never seen anything like that. It was not a plane. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was. It was not a plane. Then we're sitting there like, what the hell is that? Like freaking out. And I see... Directly behind it is a second one. It's like a meteor shower, maybe? It was, like, completely lined up. Two orbs with trailing, like, flames. Interesting. Going at the same rate of decline. Uh Uh-huh. Same speed. Down, down, down. At one point, they both stopped. And just for, like, five seconds, just stopped. And then they started again. No clouds in the sky. And they just kept going until they disappeared behind the treetops. And both my brother and I were, like, screaming, what is that? What is that? I have no idea to this day what that was. That, where was this? This was in St. Pete, near my mom's house. We were mm. going to the grocery store. The only thing I can think of is Tampa Bay with MacDill Air Force Base is nearby. Yeah, so. but it was looking in the opposite direction of oh, MacDill. That's interesting. I once was in the desert for like three days in New Mexico and uh, 
I don't know if it's a UFO story or like something like creepier, but we were all in little tents, about eight of us. And one night I woke up and I definitely through my little tent flap saw a uh, like lights bouncing around, almost like a flashlight, but like not really, like not as I guess flashlighty. I don't know how to describe that. You know what I mean? And it was just really weird because I was like, we're in the middle of nowhere in the desert. We were like very far from civilization at that point. So really weird. And then I just kind of like when you're in that situation, you have no one to like ask or go to. You just kind of ignore it because you're scared. But yeah. So anyways, tell us in the comments, um, you know, what do you think of the Solway Spaceman? If you've ever had any alien encounters. Have you seen the Solway Spaceman? He's snoring. Um, (laughs) Or if you thought you were going to be abducted. By, abducted by aliens. Have you been abducted? Have you been? Tell us. We want to hear your alien encounters. Yeah, Jessica and Sarah are alien, resident aliens. First, third, fourth. Is there a fifth? So, yeah. So, just go to at the Midnight Bells. And talk to us. On Instagram. Talk to us. Tell us what you want to hear about. Notice me. Talk to us. All right. Thank you for listening to the Midnight Bells. Bye. Good evening.